Welcome to the JDLSAT and Admissions Podcast. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. In each episode, we discuss key habits you can master to study smarter and save time to raise your LSAT score and your chance of law school admissions. Senator Evis, it's your time. Gregory Hirsch, executive assistant to Tom Wamsgans, correct? Yes. <clears throat> yes, if, if it is to be said. I'm sorry? Uh, if it is to be said, so it, be, so it is. Are, are you all right? Uh, yes. Uh, I merely wish to answer in the affirmative fashion. You can speak to us normally. Okay. No, thank you, sir. Uh, uh, so I shall. So if you're a fan of the show Succession, the clip I just played might be familiar to you. Um, but whether you're a fan or not, I think we can all agree without even context, that was painful to listen to. So some background, uh, one of the characters, Greg Hirsch, humorous character, kind of endearing, uh, but definitely humorous, um, interesting. Uh, he is going before a congressional committee and it's being reported on and probably, I think, televised, right? So he's very nervous. And, you know, the first question he gets is just simple, right? It's, you heard it, right? Basically, identify yourself and your position. Are you this person? Do you work for this person? Right? Instead of just saying yes, he just, a simple yes. He gives this convoluted answer, yes, as it were. As it, well, I don't know what he I can't remember what he said, right? But it was painful to listen to and funny because he just had to say, yes, this is who I am. I am that person or whatever, right? And so he's getting all complicated about it because he's in this formal setting and he feels like he needs to overcompensate by being extra formal. So why am I bringing this up? Well, this has a lot to do with admissions. I work with students on their applications and help them craft, craft personal statements to get into top law schools. And I see stuff like this over and over again from good people. And hey, I've been guilty of this in the past. Um, but I don't want you to make those mistakes. What do I mean? Well, people start writing. They're thinking, okay, well, I'm applying to law school. It's this very formal process, almost like going before a congressional committee, it might feel like. And so you're, you know, how I better be formal. And then we just kind of overcompensate. We make very convoluted statements. We... A simple, clear sentence gets turned into so many lines with convoluted phrasing. It sounds super formal. When, you know, if you dig in deeper, it's like, wait, what are you trying to say here? Um, and, you know, admissions officers can see it a mile away. It's silly. And uh, I, I get it. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody at all. I've done this in past lives, I guess. Right? But, like... You know, we all, you know, can be in that position where we might overcompensate. And so what happens is instead of just saying clear, simple, direct, making, you know, using clear, simple, direct language, we're overcompensating with all this highfalutin language and 
lots of extra words and prepositions and adverbs and all this stuff to fluff it up. And, you know, one, it's obvious and it's kind of silly. I really want you to think about that clip whenever you can, if you're in that position or if you're about to do something like that. And two, it makes it hard for the reader. You, you know, you're in front of a top law school admissions committee. These are bright people. They can read some very complex things, but you're making it unnecessarily complex. And so the thing I often say to students, clear, simple, direct language. You don't need to add to it. If it's, you know, whatever the point is, let the substance take care of it. Seriously, the rule should be if you could say it in fewer words, clearly and simply, without losing its meaning, then say it in fewer words, clearly, simply, directly. So there is an outstanding book, it's a classic, called On Writing Well by William Zinser. And I've been recommending this to my students for a long time. I wish that I had read it sooner. I wish I read it when I was an undergraduate. I think everyone could benefit from reading it. So for anyone who's aware, I, uh, Zinser was a professor at Yale, right? Not exactly, uh, you know, an informal place. And he taught students to write. And one of the biggest things was, hey, don't overcomplicate it. Don't use complex phrasing. Don't try to go out of your way to use big words or convoluted phrases when simpler words and simpler, clearer phrases will do. That's the bottom line. That's a synopsis of the book. It makes the it makes it so much clearer for the reader. Because at the end of the day, you know, and I tell this to my students, I've never learned something complicated by someone making it more complicated. Right? I've learned complicated things by someone, you know, having the humility and the confidence to make them simpler. And you're kind of teaching when you're writing. I mean, you're explaining something. If it's a personal statement, you're telling them about you. Why do you want to overcomplicate them? Overcomplicate that. Let the story speak for itself. Let the substance speak for itself. If there's substance, you don't need to make it sound smart. Right, this you know the story is in the substance. You you know, don't let your words get in the way of the story. Clear, simple, direct writing. Otherwise, yeah, your writing is going to sound like that clip I played from Succession, where you know you if you heard right, finally the the, the senator who's, um, you know, asking him questions just says, "Are you all right?" And he's like, yes. And he's like, well, yeah, he's like, I'm just, I forget what he says, right? But then the senator tells him, listen, you can just speak normally. And then the character Greg's like, uh, I forget what he says, but even then he doesn't get it. He says, yes, 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 I shall or something, right? He's still trying to use that formal language to overcompensate. And, you know, just to put it in perspective, I mean, on a regular basis from very smart students, I will see like convoluted sentences that are so unnecessary. I, I created one that's sort of an example of what I've seen, right, um, here, right? If someone's talking about what they might have done, right, it, it, or something they did in a former job, they might write something along the lines of, I provided support services related to key objectives 
which involved engaging with key community leaders around facilitating our mission. What does that mean? And this is not real, right? But I, this is me paraphrasing some of the stuff that I've seen from a lot of really bright students who are making, they're taking, you know, what could be, you know, a good statement and just making it horrible and not doing themselves any favors. Because instead of just simply saying, hey, I did this, they're trying to fancy it up with all this convoluted phrasing, all these extra adverbs and prepositions like related to, engaging with, you know, they, it's like someone presses a button and then all of a sudden they're like, uh-oh, I'm in front of the congressional committee. I've got to make this sound really complicated and profound and everything, right? And so they try to fancy it up, but it just, you know, it does the opposite. Very counterintuitive, but keep in mind that classic on Writing Well by Williams Inserts, perfectly. I can just tell you the essence of the book. You don't have to go read it. I'll, I'm gonna, you, know, you can go check it out. I encourage you to. I do think it's worth it. But if I had to summarize it, clear, simple, direct language. The only time it's worth using, and this, is, this might sound odd, but seriously, the only time it's really worth using a bigger word or a more complex phrase is when the simpler ones don't accurately capture what you're trying to say. But even when you think that's the case, it's just usually better to go simpler. Um, a lot of people just try to overcompensate. Now, if you're listening to this and you already are just keeping your language clear, simple, and direct, cool. Um, but you'd be surprised. Like even when I thought I got it, <laughs> sometimes it's just like you know, hey, you're you're you know you're 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 on the spot. You're going to be judged on this. The stakes are high. And we just, it's human nature. People can overcompensate. But keep this in mind. Clear, simple, direct language. You don't want to be like that character Greg Hirsch in succession before the Congressional Committee. So please keep that in mind. Uh, I'm not saying this to poke fun at anybody. I mean, I've done it in the past. I think so many people have done it that are well-meaning, right? But we don't want to do that going further, right? Let the argument, let the substance speak for itself. Keep that clip in mind because that's what you don't want to do. But have some faith in yourself. The stuff you're saying can stand on its own. You don't need to dress it up. Clear, simple, direct. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the book. Um, it's it's an older book, so there are a lot of free ebook copies available. I think I've got one I'm going to put in the show notes. But honestly check it out. It's one of the best books you could read on writing. If you read, and it's an easy read, right? He writes in a clear, simple, direct way, and it's engaging at the same time, right? Because he's letting the story speak for itself, and that's what you want to do when you're writing. It's one of the best books you can read. Um, and, it, and again, it's a quick read to make your writing better, not just for admissions, but frankly, any type of writing you're doing. So check it out. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe, share these episodes with friends, 
If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.